Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, we got a ton to get to this show. We're going to hear from Jack Murphy here in just a second. Jack Murphy, a longtime associate head coach of the University of Arizona. I do apologize a little bit during the clip. My Wi-Fi was a little choppy, but you know what? It doesn't matter because Murph's Wi-Fi was not choppy. But we're going to talk a lot about Arizona basketball, the current state of the roster, um, where uh, where Murph might be, some international recruiting and whatnot. But without further ado, let's get started with Jack Murphy. Listen to the AC Wildcats podcast, fortunate enough to be joined now by the associate head coach of Arizona men's basketball, Jack Murphy. Hello, coach. How you doing? I'm doing well, Mike. Thank you for having me. Oh, dude, it's my pleasure. First of all, um, we're going to get into a lot of Arizona basketball, but you got to Arizona during the apex of everything. You know, uh, when you got here, three na- three Final Fours in the previous 10 years, a national title. How did Jack Murphy get to Arizona? My high school basketball coach, Al LaRock, played for Coach Olson at Long Beach City College mm-hmm. way back in the early okay. 70s. And uh, I went to Durango High School in Las Vegas, Nevada, and I knew early on I wasn't going to be much of a player, and I wanted to stay involved in the game. And Coach LaRock said, you should be a manager, and you should be a manager at Arizona. And he connected me with Coach Coach Olson and Coach Rosborough, and I was fortunate enough to come down here. And the rest is, as they say, is history. Right. And that was a fun era, too, obviously, because, again, you there was kind of an assembly line of point guards at that point, too. You had obviously you had Damon, who I believe kind of made point guard you point guard you with all due respect to Steve Kerr. Damon kind of made it sexy. Then you had Mike Bibby. You had JT. What were your memories just kind of stepping foot there and just seeing this the who's who of a college point guard royalty? Yeah, I, you know, my freshman year was Jason Terry's senior year. Right. So uh, I, I walked in and, and JT walked on water for me. Him and AJ were just incredible. And as a freshman manager, I mean, you couldn't ask for better guys. I mean, as seniors, they were unbelievable people, great leaders. Um, we came in with an amazing freshman class of players that year. Richard Jefferson. Michael Ricky, Wright, Richard Jefferson, Ruben. Mike Wright, right. Luke Walton. Uh, so it was, a, it was a great time to be here at Arizona. It was kind of a, a shifting between errors. Uh, I, I think JT and AJ did a great job of bridging that year between those two eras. And 
yeah, the, it, it was incredible. And then Damon would come back and I got to know Damon. Well, I got to know Mike Bibby and, and those guys would come back. When I first was a manager, the NBA lockout was going on. Michael Dickerson would be in McHale every right. night shooting at like 10, 11 o'clock at night. So as, as a young guy, you're just like, you went from uh, Las Vegas, which I love growing up, but uh, you went to basketball heaven down here in Tucson. All right, let's talk about 01, and then we're going to get to this current roster. 01, to me, is the best team that I've ever seen in school history. I mean, it checked off every single box from the point guard to the two to the small forward, the bigs up front. When you guys were going into that season, obviously it was Arizona and Duke. Did you have a pretty good idea that that was going to be something special? Yeah. No, the the, the guys came back that year, uh, you know, Gilbert and Jason for their sophomore year, uh, Richard back for his junior year, Mike Wright and Lauren, Lauren back for his senior year. We knew that we were going to be great. Uh, those guys were intentional when they got back. I remember the pickup games, right? When they got back to school were just intense and it was amazing. You had a guy like Eugene Edgerson, Justin Wessel, who had been on the national championship team. So you had unbelievable experience, amazing talent. Uh, guys were hungry because we'd lost early the year before when Lauren got hurt. And, and we knew right. early on that we were going to be great. And then we hit some bumps in the road. You know, we win Maui, and then we we lose in the grade eight to Illinois. Uh, we lose some conference games we probably shouldn't have. Lost to Mississippi State that year in the Fiesta Bowl when Coach Olson was going through everything with his wife, Bobby. Right. Uh, but the guys pulled it together at the right time. And, and if Gilbert doesn't get hurt against uh, Michigan State in the semis, you know, right. Coach O might have had two national titles. Right. All right. Let's talk about this year's team. You brought in again, you brought in a nice group of players right here, especially um, obviously bringing in Kasha, Kasha Johnson, a Caleb Love, a Jaden Bradley. Let's just kind of go one by one. What are you looking for first out of Caleb Love, the most recent addition right there? Uh, I, I mean, first and foremost, I think all those guys came here because we have a great product and because Tommy's done an amazing job here as two years as head coach. Right. I mean, as a Wildcat alum, you couldn't be more excited and proud to have Tommy here and what he's done. And I think that Caleb, you know, having been on the highest plateau in college basketball in North Carolina, playing in the national championship game, you know, there was something missing there. And I think what he had missing, right. he was looking for in us. And I think what we were kind of lacking a little bit, we were looking for in him. And and I think it's a perfect match. And uh, Caleb thus far has attacked it as a guy who's hungry to be a great team guy, uh, prove that he can be a facilitator and creator and make other guys around him better. And he's just ultra talented. And, you know, he's a competitor. And if, you, if I'm an Arizona basketball fan, I'm – very excited about our our entire roster, but our backcourt is special. The 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 guards that we have on this team all have a chance to be very very special. Was that a real emphasis to add some ball handling and kind of creativity off the dribble this offseason? It, it, it was it was an emphasis to get back to our facilitating uh, from multiple positions uh, and just. Be having threats from multiple positions on the perimeter. I, I I think that, you know, we had put a lot on Kerr and Courtney last year in right. terms of facilitating and, and even Kylan as a freshman. Uh, but, you know, I, I think we're getting back to how we were kind of the year previous where everyone coming off those ball screens is a threat to shoot, pass, and score. And, and that's a uh, – that makes our offense really go. Jaden Bradley gives you a little bit of flexibility back there in the backcourt as well. What are you looking for from him? 
Yeah, I, I love JB. You, you know, Tommy did a great job when he took the job. He had been recruiting Jaden uh, previously, and we went hard after him. Uh, it was heartbreaking to lose him to Alabama. Uh, but this time around, right. you know, we, we jumped on it and, and got to give full credit to Jaden and his family for believing in, in us, believing in Coach Lloyd, and deciding to, to come here. Uh, I, I expect big things from Jaden. I, I think he's just scratching the surface. You know, he's a five-star kid. McDonald's All-American, played at a high level. He's a tough competitor, uh, can really get downhill and score and finish and has a killer mid-range jump shot that, you know, Coach Coach Lloyd, a lot of coaches nowadays go away from that. They, they don't want their guys shooting those mid-range jumpers, but but we, uh, you know, you saw Kerr do it, and we're going to use that, utilize that a lot. And it's one of those things where Jaden, that's his best attribute right now. And he's extending out the three-point range, and I think that he's he's gonna he's gonna show a lot of people this year what he what he's capable of. And if you look at his game last year at Houston, I think it's really indicative of the type of player he is. You know, Alabama went into Houston, won that game on the road, and Jaden's right. a true freshman. He wasn't scared. He rose to the moment and really helped his team win that game on the road. And you know, Houston, as we all know, in Tucson's a really tough defensive unit. So Jaden's got a lot a lot to look forward to. All right, let's talk Kashad Johnson. That was a heck of a recruiting coup from you guys. Obviously, a frontline player on a national runner-up, goes to Arizona, then trips to Kentucky, still decides to back the A and come to Arizona. How big of a get was that getting him in here, especially with that toughness, that physicality and experience? Yeah, no, that was huge. I mean, you, you think about it. Two of the three guys we're talking about came from teams that played for the national championship. So right. Caleb played in the game two years ago. Keyshawn played in it this year. So you're talking about guys coming from winning programs, winning situations, and and Keyshawn's a winner, and right. he will do whatever it takes on the court, pick up full court, uh, defend fives, defend. And, and my prediction is in a year we're going to be talking about Keyshawn being a steal in the, in the draft. I, I I think he's an NBA player. I think that he has NBA attributes. Uh, you look at how the Miami Heat built their team um, around Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry and Bam Adebayo. They have a lot of guys like Keyshot that just do the dirty work, uh, make winning plays, and have come like seemingly out of nowhere. And and Keyshot's an absolute stud, and, and we're lucky to have him. Yeah, you mentioned earlier Kylan Boswell, obviously playing for Team USA. That next step for Kylan Boswell right now. What what is that? Is is a sophomore year when you go into it? What are you looking for? Well, just I mean the the training wheels are off. You know when when Coach right. brought Kylan in a year early. Kylan had broken his foot, and we had talked to Kylan and his family. I think Coach has talked about this. It's been documented. Uh, we were going to bring him along slower and not not put a heavy burden on him. And coach didn't expect much from Kylan until January 1st. And if you look at Kylan's stats right. from January 1st on, he was like a veteran player off the bench. I mean, he was a key piece. And so I, I think that there's none, none, none of that. There's no growing pains. There's no shallow end. Like he's down in the deep water now and, and he's ready for it. Coming that year early has really helped Kylan because right. uh, you, you look at the experience he's gotten compared to other guys that were in his original class. It's incredible. And I think that, uh, <laughs> he's going to get after it. And he's a, he's a huge piece. Like you talk about those three guards we just mentioned, Caleb, Jaden, and Kylan. I mean, they're as, as good as any guards in the country. And you throw K.J. Lewis in there and his athleticism. And, and then you have Pella Larson, his flexibility. I mean, 
Arizona basketball is in very good hands. Right. Now talk about Tommy Floyd, though. So Tommy Floyd takes over, and you guys have various, uh, both international recruiting experts, obviously. It seems, at least from the outside, it seems like it was very seamless, kind of the transition for you right there. How has it been for you just, you know, coaching under Tommy Lloyd and now going into year three under Tommy Lloyd as the associate head coach? Yeah, no, it, it, I'm very fortunate. Number one, I, I spent seven great years up in Flagstaff at NAU, and, and I, I right. owe NAU a lot, and we had some good years early on and struggled some, and then I felt like we were turning around. And actually, some of our guys that I left went on to having great careers. Um, but Sean, Coach Miller, you know, called me in May uh, of 2019, offered me a chance to come back to my alma mater, and I'm always going to be thankful to Coach Miller for that. Right. And then uh, he's the one that really allowed me to jump head, head first into the international recruiting. And I think it just was a perfect storm how everything happened. Um, you know, Tommy getting the job, I've known Coach Lloyd 15 years since I was right. working for the Nuggets. And, and so he, he got the job. He called me the day he got the job when he was on the way to the airport, said, hey, Jack, I, I want to talk when we get to town. Went and saw him. And, you know, for me, being an alum, having my family here, the opportunity to stay here at Arizona is very important to me. Arizona is important to me. It's more than a job. It's a passion. And so that all just kind of fell together. And, and you know, in, in this day and age of college basketball, it doesn't always happen like that. So I, I'm very blessed every day to have uh, had the opportunity to come back to Arizona in 2019 right. and then for Coach Lloyd to keep me here because he certainly didn't have to do that. And and it's a testament to to our athletic program, uh, our men's basketball program that Coach Olson built, and a testament to those guys that when I was, you know, kind of trying to hold things together after Coach Miller for that, you know, 10 days or whatever the process was right. between Dale and Terry, Christian Coloco, Ben Matherin, Kirk Risa, um, Julius Tubelis, I mean, you name it, those guys kind of holding that program together. And, and sticking with it and, and believing in believing in Tommy and, and, you know, you see the results. You have a reputation as one of the most tireless recruiters in college basketball, domestic and internationally. Um, as far as international goes, was this uh, like with the, your connections, was this something you just kind of built up over time knowing people? How exactly did that work? Because obviously you're, you're second to none when it comes to that. Well, I, I I'm, I'm behind a lot of people. Trust me, Mike. There's now, I'm, Murph, I'm giving you that. I'm stating that I'm uh, that you have a great product to sell. If, if, if I'm a great salesman, it's all because I have a great product to sell. I'm selling the University of Arizona, selling Tommy Lloyd. I mean, come on. Anybody. Brian Brigger and Justin Kokoski could go out and pull in five stars. Bring it right. here to Tucson with this. Uh, and by the way, Brian Brigger and Justin Kokoski are the best at what they do, too, by the way. Right. But. I, I was fortunate when I got the job here, um, you know, we were in the middle of the NCAA investigation and, and Coach Miller made a conscious decision to to go full two feet in international recruiting. And he allowed me to to travel a lot that year. And I got on a lot of airplanes and went to a lot of different places and met a lot of different people. And, and through that, I think it's just kind of grown and, and manifested. And then you, you add my experience recruiting like Kerr, Azulis, uh, Ben, and those guys, along yeah. with Tommy coming in, 
it just uh, it just is a perfect storm again. And and I owe a lot to Tommy, too, because he's taught me a lot uh, over the last couple of years. And international recruiting is not as easy as people think. It's not like a phone call like you have to get on airplanes. You have to go over there and and talk to people and meet people and and see how see how families are, different cultures, different regions, even in the continent of Europe, uh, Eastern and Western Europe, uh, you know, Mediterranean and uh, and and up north, uh, the Baltic could be completely different. So you have to you have to get over there and really look people eye to eye. And, and it's it's been a great experience. And I'm very fortunate and lucky to have been able to do it and lucky to have brought good players here back to Arizona. How's it different recruiting internationally, domestically, as far as evaluating, looking at who you think could possibly be an immediate in, uh, con- contributor as opposed to that might take a couple years? How is how is that different? Yeah, it's hard. I mean, when you go international, really the only evaluation you can get is during the FIBA, like the U19, U16, U17, right. U18, because you, you can't really see them with their clubs because they're not scholastic. So when you're going over and you're meeting uh, with these kids – uh, you you really only get to see them on film. I mean, it's it's not much different right. than, than you know fans back here in Tucson. So you're making a lot of evaluations on film, and then talking to them in person, getting a feel for how they are, uh, and then seeing them in FIBA events. Uh, domestically, you know, we we see people all the time. You know, I was at Section Seven right. yesterday, and you know, I'll be going somewhere this week, and then somewhere again next week, and it's just is constant. So. Uh, the evaluation of the domestic guys is, you know, you get a lot more of it. You have a lot more evidence and uh, uh, international. It can be it can kind of be a roll of the dice at times. Now, the transfer portal and then we'll uh, we'll let we'll let you go after that. But the transfer portal, um, that's basically the second wave of recruiting right there. That's something that you've always got to kind of have your eyes and your ears to right there. How has that been for you? And is that is it a good thing for college basketball to or should there be limits on it? What do you think? Uh, in terms of college basketball, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm just a coach. They give right. me the rules. I, I go by the rules. So right. w- w- you have to adapt and change. If somebody told me five years ago we'd have NIL, I'd be like, that's crazy. Now we're in it. And if you don't adapt, you don't change, you're probably not going to be successful. So right. I, I would say uh, the portal's the same way. I mean, you can sit here and complain all, all you want, and you could say, oh, this is how it should be. And then the best players are just going to go to Arkansas or UCLA or ASU, wherever they're going to go. And you're going to be sitting there, you right. know, pulling your thumbs. So you got to, got to get to work. And I think the key thing with the portal is um, you have to understand what's real and what's not real. Um, and, and there's some times where you, you can call a kid uh, for a few days or a week or two weeks and you think, Hey, this is real. And then you wake up one morning, they've committed to another, another school and without even visiting. Right. So it's almost like speed dating. You have to know who you want. You have to go full bore after them. And you have to have foot on the gas because if you're not doing that, they're looking, they're looking across the street. So right. I, I, I think that that's something that I've learned over the last couple of years. I think it's something that coach Lloyd's really, really good at um, because he's, He's meticulous in recruiting. We don't cast a wide net. We're very right. selective. But the guys that we go after, we're all in on. And we're not batting 100%, but we're pretty darn close. And the guys that we've gotten, we couldn't be happier. And and I think in some ways, certain guys that we've missed on, it's actually worked out better for us with the guys we've gotten. And, and we want 
guys that come to Arizona that want to be at Arizona. And, and when they put on that jersey, there's a, there's a sense of pride in it. And they understand what that means because we're one of the top programs in the country and have been for nearly 40 years. And that's not going to stop anytime soon. Right. He's associate head coach Jack Murphy. Murph, I really appreciate you giving me a few minutes of your time, man. And again, it was uh, we got super excited when I heard you were coming back to Arizona. It's been fun to watch you, my man. Mike, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. And I'm I'm just glad to be back and uh, be in Tucson. Couldn't be uh, more excited to be here. And uh, due to contractual obligations, I'm not allowed to say it, but back the A. Jack Murphy is the absolute man. We're going to break down this entire interview. Murph does back the A right here. Now, first, a couple things. Got to pay a few of the bills right here. Sorry, I get really excited about stuff like this. Tap and bottle. Again, if you want to watch Jack and uh, Jack Murphy, if you want to watch Jack Murphy from a uh, uh, on an away game and you want to watch it with other U of A fans, come to Tap and Bottle and watch it right there. Be a great time. Um, and again, Scott and Rebecca, as you know, great job. Get four peaks there as well. See other like-minded U of A fans as well. Tap and Bottle downtown or on the northwest side, but the uh, the watch parties are downtown. And one other one right here. Let's go Pins and Aces. All right, uh, Pins and Aces. Now, you can look at me and tell that I'm not very cool, but you know what makes me feel cool? Pins and Aces. When I wear Pins and Aces, I feel good about myself. Check out Pins and Aces and use code PHNX off your first order and get free shipping. Again, it's the official golf apparel of PHNX and all city pins and aces. All right. Um, a lot of people talk about with uh, coaches that they don't care about having an alumni there. And I generally understand that point of view. I really do because you want to get the best people in there. I get it. But there is something reassuring about having somebody like Jack Murphy on the staff that you know backs the A to the fullest. Uh, we're going to get to all the comments here in a minute. But having Murph on staff, you know that this means something more than just collecting a paycheck. There's a lot of coaches that go from spot to spot, and you're like, well, you know, do they really like Arizona? Or are they just getting the money? Not that it necessarily matters. But when Jack Murphy gets to the University of Arizona, when he's recruiting, you know that this is something that he takes uh, pride in. And he takes pride in it in a big way because – um, for, well, for obvious reasons, first and foremost, he uh, he's an alum and he got here right during the apex of things right after uh, that national title team uh, had basically departed. You had JT, you had AJ Bramlett in there and he was here through 01 into 06. So he's been around. He's seen Arizona basketball at its absolute apex. And that was really cool to see right there. Um, now, let's talk a little bit about some of the players. We're going to have a short right here coming up here shortly. But um, I thought it was very interesting what he said about um, the transfer portal and about how they might have ended up with some players that uh, they might have ended up with a better situation than um, if they had gotten some other players that maybe they missed out on. Now, again, I don't want to speak for Murph. I'm going to speak for myself. I think he's talking about the Nemhard situation. And that's why it's important to have a backup plan. And Arizona really did. Keep in mind, everybody was everybody was kind of down after Ryan Nemhard didn't come to Arizona. Everybody thought that, well, you know, we're going to get him. I thought Arizona was going to get him. Everybody thought Arizona was going to get him. And it didn't happen. But what great coaches do, and like he just talked about with Tommy Lloyd, is great coaches have another trick up their sleeve right there. So, yeah. You didn't end up with Ryan Nemhart, but guess what? 
You got a sophomore coming in, an ex-five-star kid in Jaden Bradley, who, as Coach said, had one of his best games of the season against Houston last year. And as Arizona fans know, that was a little bit of a uh, that was a, pro- a little bit of a problem there against Houston. You bring in Jaden Bradley, then you get to Caleb Love. All right, everybody out there, I know the Caleb Love is a kind of a lightning rod. A lot of people don't know really what to make of Caleb Love. I thought Murph hit the nail on the head. We're gonna have a short on that uh, shortly. Pardon the pun, but Arizona needed Caleb Love because Arizona needed somebody that could score the ball and make plays off the bounce. Udafo, if you're watching this, I think you're going to see a little bit more of that Ben Matherin type look. And let's be honest, Caleb Love had some really high times at uh, North Carolina, but he also had some really, he had some low lows. There's, you know, there's no doubt about that. The one thing that he needed to do is he needed to get more efficient. He needed to have um, the efficiency out there because Caleb Love's got NBA talent. He's got NBA build. He's got NBA athleticism. He's got an NBA spring to him. He doesn't have that efficiency that I think so many people are looking for right now. If he can come to Arizona and he can get you 16, 17 per game, 15 per game, 14 per game, but shoot somewhere around 44 to 45% from the field, shoots that up 10 percentage points at that point you feel pretty good about what uh, you feel pretty good about where Arizona is again we'll have a short on that shortly um I also thought with the Keyshot Johnson it was very fascinating what he said that in Keyshot you got a player that not only do they know um, what he's capable of what he can do but you also do know that Murph thinks that he's going to be an NBA player. And you don't come in here as an NBA player without having real skill. Again, you watch Keyshot, he's about 6'7", 225, really springy, runs the court very well. As Rich Carrillo talks about, he's tough. He's one of those guys that uh, is very tough out there. And you, you, you can tell that they feel that he's going to have a very, very big role for the U of A this coming season. Huge stuff right there for uh, Keyshot Johnson. And again, you got to just give this uh, coaching staff a ton of credit because they knew what they were doing. A lot of people were doubting them, but they continued to back the A to the fullest. Now, we're going to get into some of the current roster. A little bit of uh, big news happened off the court today. But first, let's talk about BetMGM. All right. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live, but for our Arizona audience, place your first bet and offer and receive up to 1,000 in bonus bets. But if it, uh, if it loses, here's how it, here's how cool it is. You can place your bet and receive up to 1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use bonus code PHNX. Check out all the show notes for details. I would highly suggest, highly suggest, betting on Arizona football on the over and back in the A and betting Arizona basketball as well. Let's also hear the disclaimer from another person that backs the A and Shane Diefenbach. Disclaimer 21 plus to wager. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA. 1-800-522-4700. Kansas, Nevada. 1-800-327-5050. Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Michigan. 
I thought it was also very interesting what Murph said about the international recruiting. And he said, and this is why it's kind of hit or miss. You've got to be there on the ground. You've got to be able to see these players because keep in mind, there's a lot of different aspects in play. I'll never forget a coach telling me one time um, that sometimes you got to be careful about what region in uh, internationally that you recruit from, because you got to remember a lot of times there's uh, tensions between different uh, certain ethnicities, certain um certain uh, blocks over in uh, Eastern Europe, uh, Western Asia. So you got to be careful about that. And that's why it's important for them to be able to get over there. And that's why Murph is over there. I would assume, um, well, I don't know. I'm just going to guess that he's overseas right now, but he's got a good job because he gets to travel a lot, but that's also why you got to try, you got to trust these guys long-term with what they want to do with their international players, because it isn't easy to get players in here uh, that are going to be immediate contributors. Um, now, sometimes they would happen, and Murph's had those guys that have happened. Azulis Tabellis, Ben Matherin. Um, but then you have some other players that don't quite hit like that, like a Henry Vesar, who I believe – I'm still buying Henry Vesar right there. Philly B, by the way, that just led me into my point. Everybody out there, Philly B went for 26 today. Again, I have no clue if Philly B is going to be a contributor at the U of A. But in these international games, he has played fairly well. What I also like about Philly B is Philly B is looking to get his shots right there. And, again, if if I'm going to go down swinging, I'm going to go down swinging taking the shots that I want to take. So Philly B, tip of the cap right there, leader of men right there, a possible future leader of the men uh, movement right there. And um, he and Murph said this off record, but I don't think that this will really um, – this will really uh, – you know, they're talked about a little bit about Kylan Boswell overseas or, you know, because he's playing, obviously, in the FIBA U-19 games. And he said kind of the same thing that uh, um, that Tommy Lloyd said when they first saw Kylan Boswell, they knew they needed to get Kylan Boswell. Um, he just had he had an ability to control the game and in an aspect that you generally don't see from somebody that young. By the way, he is 17 years old or he was 17 years old for majority of the season. He's now 18. Hence why he's playing on the U19 team. But they feel great about this roster. And I'm going to continue to say it and I might get beat up all the time. Um it was a top 25 roster when you brought in Jaden Bradley, when you brought in uh, Keisha Johnson. I think getting in Caleb Love right there is also has the potential to kind of put this Arizona squad over the top, to be honest with you. And by over the top, I mean a team that can compete for a national title. Also, the toughness factor in the ball handling. We're going to talk a little bit about the facilitating right there that Murph brought up. But first, four peaks. Now, Murph, I didn't bring up the four peaks mantra too. Uh, Coach Murph, but Murph knows all about the Four Peaks. He also knows it is the official brew of PHNX Sports. Check out Four Peaks Brew or Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest on Arizona's homegrown or hometown brewery. Must be 21 years or older to uh, drink Four Peaks. Please enjoy responsibly. Be like Jacob Franklin. Drink your Four Peaks. Enjoy it, but drink responsibly. All right. Some of these uh, comments right here. Sorry, I couldn't really get to these because obviously it was recorded a little bit earlier today. But all the back the A remarks, Murph does back the A to the fullest. And that's why I feel very, very comfortable right here that Murph is the associate head coach of the University of Arizona. Now, um, he also talked about early on about how it was important for him to be able to or this team to be able to get facilitators, to be able to get players at all different positions on the court to be able to make plays. 
look back at it last year and we've talked about it. All these guys did some pretty good things, no doubt about it. But um, Kirk Kreese was fairly limited in what he was going to be able to do. He was going to shoot the three or um, basically shoot the three. Courtney Ramey, I thought, had more ability to be able to do, to get into the lane, to make some plays. But that never really happened. Uh, that never really happened either. Um, and then – uh, obviously, said Henderson, Pella Larson, that's not really their game. This year, it's going to be a lot different. First of all, Kylan Boswell, obviously going to be running the point guard spot. And if we could pull that roster up there, Jacob Franklin, I would appreciate that. But you look at the facilitators on this roster right now. Kylan Boswell, player that's going to be able to make plays off the bounce. We already know that. Um, Pella Larson, not sure that he's quite there, but again, Pella Larson's a very good perimeter player. Caleb Love can make plays off the bounce. Um, we've seen that. It'll just be, can he be a little bit more efficient right there? Then Jaden Bradley, as he talked about as well. Uh, Jaden Bradley, player that can make plays off the bounce. This is this just gives you more of a margin for error. And thanks, Jacob. This just gives you more of a margin for error when you're going against really good teams. When you're going against teams that um, can really get up on you. You need to have players that can get by their man and be able to set them up for open shots or to be able to finish. Arizona didn't have that in abundance last year. Arizona has that in abundance this year. And again, the overhaul of that roster, I think, was quite impressive. And the toughness that this roster has. All of these guys out here, there's no weenies that are going out there in the starting lineup. No matter who starts, you've got obviously Boswell, Bradley, Larson, Love, uh, Keyshawn Johnson, Umar Ballo, leader of men. All these players are tough dudes. So you got more facilitators and you got toughness. And that's Tommy Lloyd showing right there that taking inventory, to be honest with you, of what was on his roster, what needed to happen, what went right, what went wrong. And again, that's a massive tip of the cap because it would be very, very easy for a lot of coaches to say, all right, dude. I'm 61 and 11 as a starter. Don't really need to do much. Sure, we had some bad luck in the tournament. We're going to just run this one back. He didn't do that. He knew that there was a little bit of a hollow core, I think, for lack of a better term involved, and he needed to address it, and he addressed it. And when you look at this roster going forward, look at all these guys that uh, theoretically come back. Uh, Kylan Boswell can obviously come back after this year if he wants. Jaden Bradley, obviously expect him back. Caleb Love. Pella Larson, Umar Ballo, uh, Keyshaw Johnson is the only player that will be out of eligibility at that point. So this is a roster that is going to be built for the long haul. And I think you're going to continue to see that, especially with the Jamari Phillips, with the Carter Bryants of the world coming into play. Now, one thing, Mountain Mike's Pizza as well. Head over to mountainmikespizza.com or to their Mesa Chandler Tucson locations to place your next order. Reminder, new diehards get a $50 voucher upon signing up. Oracle and Wetmore, great Mountain Mike's Pizza. Again, they got the really cool pepperoni, the little crispy and whatnot. It is quite, quite good. All right. Wanted to get Murph on here. Oh, I'll tell you a quick story about Murph, too. Murph got mad at me at uh, up in Section 7 um, because uh, he was there scouting a player, as most normal coaches do. And Murph, who is part of the Back the A movement, as he proved, I yelled out, hey, Murph, back the A. And he just kind of looked at me like, so, again, Murph, apologize for that, but Murph's a good support for coming right back on there. All right. Tomorrow, we're going to be up here with uh, Justin Spears. Spears coming back on. He's got a lot of cool stuff that's going on in his life. We're going to talk more Arizona hoops. We're going to talk Elijah rushing, some Arizona football. 
um, and some Arizona basketball as well. But as always, great comments. As always, really appreciate you guys. Jacob Franklin behind the scenes, making me look better than I ever should. We will be back with you tomorrow. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.